EO Fire 1229. Encased in every problem are the elements to its own solution. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is where I share all the tips, tools, and tactics that make EO Fire a seven-figure business. Text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite. No need for two phones. Just get a second line added to your mobile phone. Visit evoice.com and use promo code FIRE for a 60-day free trial. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Looking for an easy way to meet with your team minus the hassle? Visit gotomeeting.com and click the Try It Free button for your free 30-day trial. That's gotomeeting.com. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? John Lee Dumas here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Byron Davis. Byron, are you prepared to ignite? John, yes, I am prepared to ignite. Yes. Byron is a former American record holder and U.S. national swim team member turned career coach and lifestyle business educator. He's a happy husband and father of two and creator of the Paid to Be You Blueprint and Virtual Boot Camp Series. Byron, take a minute, fill in the gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse in your personal life. Okay. Well, uh, John, first of all, thank you for just... Uh, uh, doing this, I love your show. I think this is great value that that comes out every single day, man. So I, I appreciate you uh, really investing and, and committing your time to birthing this to the world. Yeah. Now, a little bit about myself. Again, um, I'm born and raised Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, ended up getting a full ride, full scholarship to UCLA. That's what brought me out to Los Angeles. Um, I swam at UCLA all four years, and then I, I spent um, about another four years on the U.S. national team. Um, and uh, that was a beautiful experience. Uh, I loved it. Um, and the, the time that I was there, I was able to, uh, to be a part of an American record holding team and just miss making the Olympics by three tenths of a second. No. So I, yeah, my, my, my career got cut short, but, um, but the, the beautiful thing that came out of that was, uh, back in the, in the nineties and, and the turn of the century, <laughs> it's funny to say that, 2000, right. <laughs> Um, you know, you didn't have a lot of African-American swimmers. And as a result, a lot of people um, and a lot of companies wanted to know my story. And so um, that's what really introduced me to my second career, which was motivational speaking. And, and I, I, I really launched onto the scene as a, as a keynote and motivational speaker and then parlayed that into uh, coaching um, as well as uh, now, uh, fast forward to today, uh, really teaching people how to leverage their strengths and turn their strengths into marketable solutions that allow them to get paid to be who they are. Byron, I love your story, and I'm really excited that we're going to be able to share that story with Fire Nation coming up here. I mean, you've just gone through so many things. I mean, some people would let three-tenths of a second haunt them forever, and they would go on to never create anything special or move on from that. But you know, you've moved on. You've created amazing things. You're inspiring others with your blueprint and the virtual boot camp series. I mean, you're doing some awesome things, and now you know your voice is reaching Fire Nation, so we appreciate you for that. But before we do get into your journey specifically, let's talk about revenue. Let's talk about you today bringing in the dollars. Because, you know, we were talking pre-interview. You just took your son to Six Flags. I mean, that's not cheap. I mean, I went to Disneyland. That was like $110 each. It was like, what? So what do you do, Byron, to bring in the dollar bills? 
I, I do pretty much three things. Uh, I hold online or I create online programs. Um, I have group coaching programs where I, I service um, clients through a group coaching experience and mastermind, um, as well as live events. I still go out and I share and I speak, and then I also host my own events as well throughout the year. And what I love is that you're building off of your skill sets. You know, you're starting in one area, you're leveraging, you're scaling, and Fire Nation, don't freak out if you only have one idea of how you're going to generate revenue, or maybe none. Start that thing, deliver value. Your clients, your potential and future fans, listeners, they will tell you, and you can build off of that, go from one to the next. Exactly. Now, Byron, you've led quite the life. I mean, UCLA, then eight years swimming in a lot of different capacities, and then you launched into some different exciting adventures. You've had some ups, you've had some downs. What would you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date? Can you tell us <laughs> that story? Yeah, and, and in fact, uh, it's, it's, I can laugh about it now, but, but back in 2006, <laughs> you were crying. I, I, was, I was crying big time. I, I I had two failed real estate investments, um, and uh, I was immediately, in a span of uh, three months, I was $350,000 in the hole. Mm. <laughs> and, and uh, I mean, needless to say, um, I mean, you know, I, I, made, I made three big mistakes. Number one, um, you know, I didn't know the industry, didn't know the business. Uh, number two, um, I had poor choice in partners. Uh, and number three, I had too much skin in the game without having a proper exit strategy. Again, my wheelhouse was in, in, in speaking and, and structuring and setting up uh, group coaching programs and, and, and that sort of thing. And I, I wanted to diversify a little bit. I jumped into real estate. And um, during a time where we were just on the downside of that bubble, so the bubble burst and uh, ended up just making a huge, huge, huge mistake. And um, for a while there, I got to tell you, um, I, you know, it, it, was, it was tough. It rocked, it rocked our world. Let's get a little more specific and a little more dialed into exactly what that was. And maybe just choose one of those mistakes, Byron, but really take us down to that ground level. Like what happened on that day that you made that mistake? And, and let's kind of maybe then talk about a little bit how you waited out of it. Okay, perfect. Well, again, um, you know, two things uh, happened. Two failed real estate deals. Well, one, we ended up uh, selling short and the other one was foreclosed. And, uh, you know, one of the, the big things that I learned in that moment um, was that I was not my problem. And, uh, and that was a big lesson for me to learn, um, uh, John, because, you know, for a while there, I, was, I thought of myself as a failure. I didn't know how I was going to really crawl out of this thing. Um, again, uh, you know, real estate, it's still a great thing. Um, yeah. My wife and I, we still um, are investing to this day, but that was a was a crash course. I call it a $350,000 <laughs> education in, uh, in, in real estate investing. But, um, but, you know, looking back on it in hindsight, you know, I recognized, uh, I think I, I really forged my teeth on really knowing how to deal with really big problems and recognize that, you know what, at the end of the day, number one, I'm not my problem. But number two, if I learn how to lean into the problem, um, you know, I will solve the problem. I will, I will, will you know, work the problem out. Um, I, I love the quote by, by Buckminster Fuller, um, you know, the great uh, economist, mathematician. He says, encased in every problem are the elements to its own solution. 
And, and I love that because when, whenever we decide to lean into the problem, no matter what, at first glance, it'll seem overwhelming. But the more we lean into that problem and the more we work the problem, the more we'll identify the little kernels of insight, of relationships, of resources, whatever you call it. Those things will make themselves apparent. And then pretty soon, those baby steps will lead you to the promised land. It'll lead you out of that problem. I love that you said you had a $350,000 education in real estate because it reminded yeah. <laughs> me of the time I was interviewing this billionaire and he was talking about how he had invested in this up and coming entrepreneur and invested $20 million in his company and yeah. the company went bust. And I kind of just very naively and jokingly said, well, I bet you'll never invest with that guy again. And he's like, are you kidding me? I've invested $20 million in this guy's education. You better believe that I'm going to because I got to get my <laughs> money back. And I know that. $20 million education is priceless for him and he is going to, you know, knock it out of the park at some point in the future. It's just a matter of when because I know this guy. I can just tell that his intuition, his gut is in the right place. And to kind of end on this no Byron, I love how you said, it's not my problem. Fire Nation, say that to yourselves. If you're stuck in this quagmire, say it. It's not my problem and lean into it. That's what we're here for. Byron, myself, all of the Fire Nation guests, that's what we do. Now, I do want to shift, Byron, because you just told a great story about struggles that you've had, those two really tough times, you know, going 350K underwater in just a handful of months. I mean, that's terrifying. So, You obviously bounced back from that. You've had ideas, aha moments. I mean, you probably have had some on the plane today that you were on. I mean, you are the kind of guy that just has these great ideas. But you know my listeners. We are entrepreneurs, small business owners. What's one of your great epiphany moments that you've had, that you've turned to success? And take us to that moment, Byron, and tell us that story. Right after 2006 and 2007, I ended up going back to college, um, uh, back to grad school and got my, my uh, master's oh, wow. in business and uh, organizational leadership. And um, it's funny because it was through that experience, it wasn't the actual education that provo- um, provided the, uh, the aha moment, but what it did was it, it actually put me in the context of the arena that I, I realized, I discovered I loved to play in. I loved to play in the arena where you get a whole bunch of smart people together around a table or in the same room, and it's, a, it's amazing the, the, the problems that we can come up with, the resourcing with each other, um, that, that we could really accomplish a lot more than what you could do on your own. And it, it was through that, that, that experience in graduate school where I realized, you know what, I've got to always surround myself with people who are smarter than me. And, and then become a great facilitator. I have to, I, you know, that was my skill set. That would be my contribution to the game. Anytime I, I walk into a room and, and I seek out people who are just ballers, bigger ballers than me. And, and, and I'm never intimidated because I know that one of my superpowers is the ability to facilitate an engaged conversation that's profitable. And, uh, and so, but, but I learned that and, and, and I discovered that um, going through graduate school. I have a lot of friends, Byron, that have gone through graduate school and gone their MBAs. And I've talked to a lot of people and heard a lot of stories because the question is always, is an MBA worth it? Is business school worth it? Is graduate school worth it? And frankly, there are definitely circumstances where it is for certain people. But I say the vast majority of the time, 
the people that go through it will actually say the actual graduate school itself, like the investment that it costs and having to spend so much money was not so worth it as it was the people that I was surrounded by, which of yes. course comes hand in hand, Fire Nation. You can't have one without the other because if you're going to invest in yourself and go to graduate school and get your MBA, you're going to be surrounded by other people who are engaged, who are enthusiastic, who are high achievers. So you can't have the chicken without the egg in this situation, but realize the importance that we talk about here about the mastermind, about surrounding yourself by the right people and how we always end the show that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So Byron, you got that. That was your aha moment. This is my takeaway from that is investing in yourself is so important to surround yourself with the right people, Fire Nation. What do you, Byron, want our listeners to get in just one sentence from your epiphany? You don't have to be the smartest person. You don't have to know the answers. Um, but instead, you just have to know where to go to find it when you need it. I think that's, that's the biggest thing, that's, that lesson that, can, that I continue to leverage and, and benefit from every single day is that, you know what, I don't have to know all the answers, but I do have to know how to go out and source the answer. I know I, if, I, if I can craft the problem into a great question, I can easily find the answer through my network. And I love the quote that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So Fire yeah. Nation, hold that close. Now, Byron, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness is, and I'm still learning, and man, I'll be completely frank with you, um, it's that I, I think that my, I, I tend to overestimate my capacity. I, I tend to overextend myself very easily. Even when I say I won't do it again, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I find myself, you know, knee deep in overcommitting to too many things. And so one of the things that I've become very disciplined about is, uh, is really, uh, learning to say no, and then learning to create margin in my life. I love the quote by Derek Sivers. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And it's yeah. really that simple. And Byron, like, think back to your sixth flagship with your son. I mean, you were able to do that because you hadn't said yes to something else on that day. Of course, that trip to Six Flags with your son was a hell yes. So that's a hell yes. yes. But, you know, something that maybe three months ago could have gone in the way of that, you know, that was that wouldn't have been a hell yeah. Like that could have really gotten to the way. So think about that, Fire Nation. And Byron, what would you consider your biggest strength? Two of them. Number one, I have a short-term memory. And I learned that in sports. You, you can't, if you make a mistake or you, you fail or you fall short, you, you can't harp on it. Um, you've got to forget about it and move forward. So I think I have a pretty good short-term memory when it comes to failures or losses. Um, but then also I think um, I have the ability to, to really create step-by-step solutions. So I can, I can see a problem and then I can help people navigate, okay, what are the actionable steps you need to take in order to really, really uh, you know, solve this thing? What was your stroke on the U.S. swim team? Um, I was a, a hundred butterflyer, a yes! sprint butterflyer. That is my favorite stroke. It always has been. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. And that wasn't on the normal list, Fire Nation, if you're wondering, but Byron's special. Now, Byron, <laughs> you have a lot of things going on that you are fired up about, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? I'm going to stray away from the cliche entrepreneur answer of, you know, everyone's always fired up with the current project they're on. Right. You know, we're, we're always doing that. But to be honest with you, uh, you know, I'm really fired up about being um, the assistant coach on my, my son's high school 
uh, track team. I mean, uh, he's a freshman this year. He's 14. And, um, and uh, I know the strength and conditioning coach. And, and, and he asked me if I would be interested because he knew that I, I also coached my son and my daughter on, the, on their club team. And so I'm fired up about that because there's nothing like being able to pour into um, young people who are hungry to grow. Right. You know, I, I love working with people who want to get better and who want to be challenged out of their comfort zone. And, and so I, that's, that's something that I'm really fired up. I, I'm, I always look forward to 2.30, 3 o'clock during the yeah. day because um, that's when we, um, I jump out and, um, and uh, meet the, the kids on the track. So I'm, I'm pretty fired up about that. And some people, Byron, might be saying, man, I could never get out of work by 2.30, 3 o'clock. No way, Jose. And I say, that is absolutely incorrect because Parkinson's law fire nation is so real. Tasks will expand to the time that you allot. Byron knows that he's going to be able to go hang out with his son and coach him at three o'clock every single day. You better believe that he is on his A game throughout the day. He is getting more stuff done than you are, Fire Nation. If you're just letting your schedule say, you know, I'll get it done sometime before I go to bed tonight. Well, guess what? That's going to expand to that time frame. So Byron's up. He's focused. He knows what he has to get done. He knows when he has to get it done and he gets it done. And Byron, in the U.S. Army, we used to say that we get more stuff done before 9 a.m. than the rest of the world does all day. Yeah, that's that's so true. (laughs) (laughs) So Fire Nation, we're going to get a lot of stuff done in the lightning round. So don't go anywhere. But first, we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Sick of the hassle, time, and money it takes to hold a meeting? We've all been there before, and we know we could be spending our bandwidth in much better ways. But of course, meeting with your clients and coworkers is important, so just meet with them online with GoToMeeting because it's a smarter way to meet. GoToMeeting makes it easy to meet anytime, anyplace, because with GoToMeeting, you can meet from any computer, tablet, or smartphone without the hassle, time, and money it takes to travel somewhere. Afraid it'll be too techy for your team? No way. Anyone can join just by clicking a link. No signups required. I want you to sign up for GoToMeeting today. Try it free for 30 days, nothing to lose. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button. Do it now and have your first meeting up and running in minutes. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. Most entrepreneurs I know are addicted to their mobile phones. And why not? We're working from home in our cars, shared office spaces, even dorm rooms. Plus, we're working with remote employees, freelancers, and multiple team players. Heck, when you consider all the time we spend on our mobile phones, you might even say we love them. But keeping personal and business calls separate can be tough. You might even use two mobile phones, but that's expensive, not to mention annoying. What if you missed that one big call you've been waiting for? That's why I use eVoice. You don't have to buy a second phone or get a second line. There you go. Now you've got yet another reason to love your phone. So go ahead and grab it. Yep, the mobile phone that's right in your hands. And visit eVoice.com and add a second line today. eVoice is offering Fire Nation an extended 60-day free trial. Visit eVoice.com and use promo code FIRE. That's eVoice.com, promo code FIRE. Byron, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes, I'm fired up. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? When I look back on it, it was the fear of success. When I realized this, in fact, one of my mentors, uh, um, his name is Al Hollingsworth. Uh, he, he actually has a big company, um, a multimillionaire, uh, does packaging for Costco and, and Sam's Club and, 
and that sort of thing. He says, Byron, the fear of success is really the fear of responsibility. Ooh. And when, when he told me that, it hit me straight between the eyes because you know, at every level, when we up-level our, our lives and we want to take on more and more success, quote-unquote, um, what, what, what comes with that is more responsibility. I mean, once somebody knows you're good, so they know you can deliver on a, on a result, now you're responsible for delivering on that consistently over and over and over again. So I, I, I had to learn how to really embrace that. And at every new level, as I grow, recognize that, again, I, I look forward to the greater responsibility. I mean, I'm sure you, you understand this in a huge way because the, the, the larger you grow yeah. and the, the more exposed you are, more, you know, responsibility that comes with that. And so I, I, that, that, that was my big thing is, you know, I, I feared being successful. But when I realized, wait, I, it's because I didn't want the responsibility. Um, I, I had to, to grow and to mature and, and mentally and emotionally, you know, really increase my emotional intelligence to, to really embrace that every step of the way. What's the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've received, um, actually, it's so funny. Uh, this goes back to my, my childhood when I was in high school and I was just about to leave for college. Um, I, I, I lived in the hood, okay? Um, my dad was a drug dealer and, and unfortunately, um, you know, his life was cut short. He, mm. was, he was found uh, tied to his bedpost, shot six times in the head. And, and so that was a, that's another story for another day. But, um, but one of his uh, running mates who kind of became my extended uncle, if you will. Uh, he, he came up to me and he says, Byron, um, it's not where you go. It's what you do when you get there. And he just talked about is look, no, it doesn't matter where you go to school. doesn't matter where you go in life. It's the, the, the real test is what you're going to do when you get there. How will you leverage every opportunity you get? And uh, it was so funny that uh, it came from uh, a guy like that, but, um, but I never forgot it. It's, it's not where you go. It's what you do when you get there. Oh, love that. Can you share a personal habit that contributes to your current success? I create what I call power. And power stands for PWR. PWR is personal winning routines. Um, John, I, I think that there is a winning routine for everything. If you have a result, something that you want, you can reverse engineer the routine. And, uh, and, and once you, you lock something into a routine, then it becomes second nature. And so, so that's, that's you know, the one personal habit I do is if, if I want to develop a new habit in my life and a different area of my life, I try to identify where is my power? Where is my personal, what does my personal winning routine look like in this area? Personal winning routine, Fire Nation. Do you have yours? Can you share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation? Yes. Um, you know, one that I, I'm just starting to use over the last uh, couple of months that I'm, I'm beginning to love is um, if TTT. Um, and so it's if this, then that. And it's a, a resource where it's an online resource. You can go and you create what they call rep uh, recipes. So let's say you have, again, a process that you want to execute and you're going to work with a, a virtual assistant or your team um, or even you just want to uh, better uh, leverage your, your time on social media. You can create these recipes where you do one thing and then that one thing will, will set off a domino effect that will also trigger other things to happen on your behalf. And you can create these things. For instance, let's say you do a, a blog post. You can have it set up where once you once you upload your YouTube 
video, it goes to all of these platforms that need it. For me, that video then is, goes to, to um, Dropbox. It's triggered um, a note that uh, goes to um, a VA that then knows what to do with it as far as editing and starts that. So uh, it's a really cool um, resource. Uh, there's one warning, though. When you first go to the site, it's not to me, it, it's not very user-friendly. <laughs> And you can get overwhelmed with all of the different recipes, but um, if you if you go in and go in it with that in mind, let me figure out a, a recipe. Start with one simple one, and then as you learn your process in different areas of your business, then you can cre- you can create recipes that will allow that allow you to streamline that process um, in a, in a good way. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? I'm going to go throwback, okay? This book was written in, in 1987, and uh, it's a book called uh, the, the, the Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Um, that book was, was given to me by a coach, and, um, and I, I've since given it to my son, and I, I've since made it required reading on the reading list of all my clients. I think it's, uh, it's a powerful book that, uh, that teaches you, you know, really the, the power of, uh, of, of thinking big, but thinking big in, in a very, in a, a very um, systematic and, and, and strategic way. And the audio version of that is actually really cool. They have like coffee room sounds and I mean, they, they really do a good job with the oh, audio cool. version. And Fire Nation, you're listening to a podcast, so I know you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible, and if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free, like The Magic of Thinking Big, at eofirebook.com. Byron, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. Mm-hmm. What would you do in the next seven days? In the next seven days, I would immediately put up a landing page and uh, start uh, moving through a process of, a, of attraction, enrollment, and transformation. Learning how to attract my ideal client, figuring out a way to enroll them either through a webinar or inviting them to a live event, and then creating a, transformation, a transformational experience that they would be willing to pay me for. Attraction, enrollment, transformation. Byron, we started today on fire. Let's end on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. The best way to connect with me is to go to byron.cc, and um, that's, that's my website, and that's the hub of, uh, of all of the projects and the campaigns that, um, that I'm running. And a parting piece of guidance. The best piece of advice I can give someone outside of everything we've talked about today is go with what you know and learn the rest along the way. You know, never doubt the ability and the, the knowledge that you have in this moment. I believe that uh, you have everything you need in this moment to accomplish what you're called to do at this time. So never doubt your capacity to perform in the moment. Go with what you know and learn the rest along the way. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with BD and JLD today. So keep up the heat. 
and head over to eofire.com. Just type Byron, B-Y-R-O-N, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today, recommended book, resource, all that jazz, and of course, go directly to byron.cc to check out everything that this dude has going on. And Byron, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. John, thank you so much, man. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The accomplishment of your number one goal is just 100 days away. Text JOURNAL to 33444 and begin your path to freedom with The Freedom Journal. Ignite! Ignite!